This is a year where, I mean, I know we lie, but this is a year <laughs> where, where, this is a year where the, if the Clippers had Kawhi, I'm not going to cap to y'all. If the Clippers had Kawhi, <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't be bad if they was healthy, bro. Listen, they would be solid. And I Paul, know we Paul George the actually hooping. Listen, I know we slandered the Clippers a lot, but if they had Kawhi this year, the way they've been hooping, yeah. Hey, listen, I ain't gonna disagree with you at all. I ain't gonna disagree with you. I ain't, you, ain't, you ain't told a lie yet. You ain't told a lie yet. So, so fellas, we always talk about the would you rather to start off the show, but in today's episode, we're gonna, we gonna start this thing off by talking which sports are the hardest to like. You cannot just pick this up and and do it. And we had this this conversation off air a little bit, but but which sport do y'all think? Of like the major American sports, are y'all like, nah, you you cannot, there's no way in the God's green earth, you just gonna wake up and be good at this sport. So I'm gonna start with, even though I, I feel like this this is my favorite sport, and I feel like it's close to the top of y'all favorite sports. Believe it or not, out of all of the major sports, basketball is the easiest to pick up. Cause you've heard stories about yo Joel and B was 17 when he started playing. Giannis didn't start playing until he was 15. Even if you Dennis would do like, <laughs> Yeah. Like even if you would do, like, I'm not saying any of us could play close to a professional level, but basketball is one of those sports to where like if we got in the gym and went hard in the gym for a year just playing basketball, trying to improve our game, we could play as some like semi-profit. We could go and play in a league and put up some good points. So we could be like decent at the game of basketball, right? It's no other like major sport where you can do that. Football, I feel like you could in certain in certain positions, but at the same yeah, time, it's very limited. Very limited. yeah. At the, at the same time, like I if I trained straight for a year, I feel like I could be like a decent slot receiver. But the second I get hit in the chest by a D lineman, I'm like, yo, I wasn't meant for this, right? And so, not not only that, I mean, with with football, you got at the end of the day, the the hardest part about football is not the the physicality of it so much it is playbooks in football are way right. different than playbooks in basketball one of my homies yeah. who played basketball was like telling me like they only had like five different plays i was like yeah. huh <laughs> what <laughs> he's like yeah we only run like five different things two of them look exactly like we just do this differently on these different and i'm like yeah oh, i was even listening to a podcast with uh with devin hester on there and um he was saying that when they switched them because they changed the kickoff rules, so they changed them to be a slot receiver. And he said in Chicago they had uh, eight different offensive coordinators in six years. And he said he never played receiver in his career. So he was trying to learn like the first playbook and they kept changing playbooks so often he didn't know what was going on out there. Like he didn't know how to read a playbook. Yeah, and then, yeah. then you look at the sports, the other major sports that's like not as popular. If you look at a hockey or a baseball, those things that you got to be involved in, you know what I'm saying? Your parent, you got to be interested in or your parents got to get you in there and in elementary school, middle school for you to even try to play at a professional level or even like a, a, a low college level. Because that's just something that you you can't just be like, all right, man, I think I'm a, I'm 17. I'm about to just go hit me. Because that's that you at the end of high school, I'm about to just wake up and hit me a 75 mile an hour fastball. That's something that's not gonna happen. You are out of your mind. You are out of your mind, Buckaroo. Like, <laughs> and again, those are sports. The sports that's hardest to pick up is the sports where size don't matter. Like, because at the end of the day, at basketball, seven feet to seven feet to seven feet. If you're a seven footer and you can stand in front of the rim and do this, Lord forbid you can learn how to drop step and you seven feet tall. Just, just get a drop step together. <laughs> right. The real I'm not going. That's I'm natural. Not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to cap my the easiest sport to me to just if we talk about just go out there and just play. You know what I mean? Like no playbook. We talking about just go out there and just play. If you fast, football easily, 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 easily. Because let's say let's say you you literally fast and you could catch just a tiny bit like. If you burn past the corner and you get a wide open catch, to me, that's kind of just like, okay, he just was just always fast his whole life. He just happened to, you know, catch the ball. Like, you could go two for 10 and get a touchdown. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. The only thing that disagrees with that 
is if that were the case, college coaches wouldn't even be going to football games no more. They'd just go to track meets and be like, oh, that oh, kid's oh. running the fastest. <laughs> right. But, but oh. to, co- to counter your argument, though, a lot of football teams in high school and college make their players run track, too. Oh, right? absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, but, so, so, I mean, uh, that that is also – Cass Technical High School did not do this because we follow rules. But um, <laughs> certain coaches would, like, do track as a way to, like – Y'all are practicing football during the offseason when you're not supposed to be. But right, it's right, track right, right, practice. Right. So it's not illegal. Not saying right. the cast did it. Because, again, we follow the rules. You know what I mean? We we do what we're supposed to do. Just like those boarding schools where, like, nobody ever really sees anything except the people at those boarding schools. But they follow <laughs> the rules, too. Right. I mean, I'm sure that they don't do any football-related activities during the offseason. Of course right. not. They just wrestle. The the hardest sport I say like it's three sports that come to mind. You got baseball, of course. Uh, I've never heard of anybody just wake up one day and just be a a nasty goat like player in baseball. You've never heard right. of that. Um, you hear about that more frequently in basketball, and you also hear about it randomly in football. You hear about a guy that started playing football late. He just was good. You know, mm-hmm. baseball is a sport that you don't you rarely hear that. Another sport, golf. You never mm. hear about somebody just saying, hey, man, he just woke up one day. He just was the man at golf. Like, you can have That's a right. good golf day. You can have a good golf day, but you just you still won't be nowhere near close to a good golfer. Like, right. I'm talking about it takes some skill to be good at golf. Like, like I'm talking you got to go to the driving range and hit 100, 200 times uh, every two hours. Man, my mine is hockey easily. Hockey is the hardest. People don't understand like how how hard it is to play hockey because hockey players make it look easy. Yeah. First of all, first of all, you're walking on ice. Let's start there. Imagine, <laughs> um, just imagine that for a regular human. Like somebody told you, "Hey, I want you to run a mile." For most humans, that sounds easy, right? Now, imagine if somebody told every human on Earth, you have to rollerblade for a mile. How It would get wicked. It would get treacherous out there. I mean, broken ankles everywhere. So I think hockey is by far the hardest one. And then you're not even talking about the fact that you have grown men coming to lift up your chin. Like, that is their whole... Their, there's... This is an unofficial position in hockey, but it's called an enforcer. And what they do is their sole purpose is if you are really good, their job is to make you not be good. That's their whole job. Like, that's it. They're not there to score goals. They're not there to get assists. They they on some straight Marshawn Lynch, you know why I'm here. Yeah. Imagine that. No other sport has that. Basketball does not have, hey, um, wherever that guy goes, go with him. Heckle him. Make his life hard. Make somebody on the other team fight you. And even then, don't accept their fight. Only accept it if he fights you. Right. Like, what? That is crazy. In football, you can't even touch the quarterback the wrong way <laughs> without getting put off the field. That's what and I'm saying. I- and, and, and you hear about stories in football where uh, uh, like a baseball pitcher, uh, they was like, man, he would be a good, great quarterback. And they was like, all right, he's like 16, 15, and then they start training him at quarterback position, and it actually worked out well for him. I mean, it's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that were former pitchers in baseball, like Russell Wilson, for example. That's the first one to come to mind. Former pitcher, good quarterback. You know what I mean? So that's why I say football is a little easier. Uh, it's just, you, can find, you can find a position for somebody in football if you have natural just athletic ability. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but hockey is just – the only the and and again the only there's two things I would caution you about with football is number one everybody is not able to have another grown man or two grown men running at them as hard as they can and just like get up like yeah that's all right. oh, yeah I like that no 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 that's a fact that's a fact that's a fact that's that's cool that's that's like you know what I mean but yeah anywho we got a we got a big show to talk about today man we got a big show to talk about today. Because we got so much going on and and we got Aaron Rodgers lying about getting vaccinated and he <laughs> he went full. He went like complete. Well, well Gibbs. Well, Gibbs, I hate to be that guy, but he said he didn't lie. He he basically he said he was said he was immunized. Yeah, immunized. Immunized. Yeah. Immunized. 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 Let me tell you, he he did what happens when your mom was like, so wait, the report cards they come home. 
Yeah. The report card didn't come <laughs> to this home. Like it technically the report card didn't come to this home. Cause you got the report card, you just threw it in the trash. So it never got to your home, but I mean, they sent it home. What that type of deal. Well, anywho, we got Aaron Rodgers lied about his shot. We got Dame Lillard who can't hit a shot. We got a lot of things going on. Uh the Warriors can't seem to miss, neither can the Wizards. And we got to talk about Cincinnati. Can they get a shot in the playoffs? I mean, Jesus Christ. This, this Again, this, this episode here is just poor shot selection because a lot of these folks ain't getting shots. And Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, should he be on his last shot at this point? Because we, we don't know about this guy all that much. So with that being said, we're going to start this thing off uh, with Aaron Rodgers. But before we do, I'm ready to get these introductions. Y'all ready for the show? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, what's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Acts crew. We got the master, the mix master, Josh Guy in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC, that is me. So, fellas, Aaron Rodgers was immunized, uh, apparently with, <laughs> with Invermectin, the, the horse dewormer, and he... Um, he did not get the vaccine and he caught COVID and was uh he was ineligible to play this last Saturday. And I'm sorry, this last Sunday. And the Packers lose to the Bears. I'm sorry, the Packers lose to the Chiefs 13 to 7. Fellas, any thoughts on this? Oh, and by the way, Aaron Rodgers went on Joe Rogan's show and went on a oh, I'm sorry, he went on the Pat McAfee show yeah. and talked about how he got his advice from Joe Rogan and um, how he, you know, is now the the number one target from the woke mob and cancel culture <laughs> is coming for him. So any thoughts on this, fellas? Man, um, for, for starters, I want to say we can save this for another day, but I think a story inside of this story is that with the backup quarterback that hasn't played a snap for the Green Bay Packers, the Chiefs only scored 13 points. But I mean, I let's talk about the it. panic. I still push. The I mean, panic. let's talk oh, yeah, about the it. Panic button has been pushed <laughs> for several weeks now. Um, but I think the the what I what I'm not understanding out of Aaron Rodgers is um the base of what football is. Football has a broad broad range of fans. It has a broad fan base. But at the base of it, the quote unquote woke community or the people that's you know downing people for not being vaccinated or people that's on the forefront of this of, of vaccinations it's not necessarily in line of like what you think of when you think of, of football fans right which which is what i'm not understanding aaron Rodgers is a hall of fame quarterback he plays in wisconsin which doesn't have any vaccination mandates he also plays in the NFL, which isn't in the forefront of wokeness, where the NFL doesn't have any vaccination mandates, correct? It's plenty, plenty of players is not vaccinated. Uh, this so, plan. so they have uh, guidelines based upon if you are not vaccinated. Is you have stricter rules to follow uh, than that, vaccinated players? Yeah, that that was going to be my point. Aaron Rodgers did all this, and he didn't even follow the rules. Like Carson right, Wentz so. doesn't have the vaccination. He still wears his mask when he's on the sideline. He still yeah. wears his mask when he's in the press conferences. He still wears his mask when he's indoors. Only time he doesn't wear his mask when he's on the field playing, which is yes. acceptable. So what, what I'm not understanding is, <clears throat> if because his reasoning was um, whatever is in the Pfizer and the Moderna is, um, it doesn't agree with my immune system or something that I'm allergic to, whatever he said, right? So if that's the case, I'm not understanding why, especially in a sport like football, Aaron Rodgers was just like, yo, I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm allergic to this, whatever the case may be, this, that, and the third. And then that's the reason. And then we would have been good. Like, I didn't understand the reason for him lying. I didn't understand the reason for the, the whole, like, trick and pony show. Like, he could have just went ahead and said, like, yo, I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm allergic. It is what it is. I'm going to just wear my mask. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't understand it either. I don't we we are all on the same page here. None of us are quite comprehending. <laughs> like to me, I get it. If you are on the bubble of the team and you know, like, all right, bro, if I get sidelined with COVID, I'm cooked. They're gonna cut right. me. 
Like, I got to lie and say I got vaccinated. You're Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like, you basically held this organization hostage this last offseason, and they were like, I mean, we need the guy. What are we going to yeah. do? Do you I think ask. the situation has anything to do with him wanting out of Green Bay? What do you mean? Him not getting vaccinated because he didn't want to get out of Green Bay? Or because he yeah, wants I'm to saying, get out of Green Bay? Because he not. wants to get out of Green Bay. I, I'll say... I'll say no, only because the things that he is saying in these interviews is like, oh, you you like you're not acting and pretending to be this guy like you lean <laughs> all the way in on being this guy, which is is impressive. It's extremely impressive. If you ask me, I mean, I don't I to drop woke mob cancel culture. Uh, my body, my rights, and then to get the bonus, <laughs> to get to get the bonus bingo card of quoting Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh-huh. Boy, you're that guy for real. Like you're not playing. This is who you are as a human. No, it's the it's the biggest whammy out of all of this is the fact that uh the what he went to or the the reason that he said he was good is because he had a conversation with Joe Rogan. I. You know, the, the the thing is, this is one of those stories that like literally bit by bit, it just gets more impressively bad. Like literally every time you think like, oh, man, it can't get any worse than this. It literally is like a word. That's that's what you think. Big <laughs> let me let me show you something real quick, because this is again. Every layer of this story, in the words of Pusha T, we're going to peel this back layer by layer. It's gonna be surgical, <laughs> it gets more and more impressive. Because, again, the the idea that he said, oh, I'm immunized, but, you know, my teammates have their choice of whether or not to do it. Like you said, why the trick and pony? The, the, I talked to Joe Rogan. Then the layer of, oh, well, I talked to the NFL doctors. And the NFL source is like, he didn't talk to our doctors. Who, who, who did he talk to? Like, bro, what? <laughs> you know, you know, and we I was just thinking I was just on the show where I was talking to y'all, like, Aaron Rodgers gotta be the most lucky quarterback ever. Like, how did you get away with this for eight weeks? How'd you get away with, you know what I mean? Like not following the rules outside of that. How do you get away with the Packers get rid of your contract because you threw a pouting fit because you wanted out of the Packers? So they was like, okay, this your last year, we gonna, you know, pay you up. How how you know what I mean? How did you get away with all that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you get all these? How do you get away from the Bengals when they miss three straight field goals? Like Aaron Rodgers' luck just doesn't it, it, it doesn't add up. Like he's he's never had bad luck. Yeah, I you know other than having Mike McCarthy as a head coach for a large portion of his career, I'd agree with you there. I would very much so. Agree I mean, with but you he too. got rings though, so. Oh yeah, he he got a ring, absolutely. But I mean, if Mike McCarthy wasn't there, I, I honestly believe they'd have at least one more, at least. But you know, if ands and buts don't really matter. So with with that being said, right? Do y'all think it's gonna be any smoke for Aaron, like in the locker room going forward? Because honestly, I've 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 never been in a professional NFL locker room. I don't know. In college, it's a little different. Like even the star players that everybody knows is going to the NFL. Bro, you on scholarship like I'm on scholarship. Like it's not really that much yeah. of a delineation as opposed to a hundred thirty million dollar man and like a bro. I'm making eight hundred k a year. Like if something go wrong here, like, <laughs> I don't know how my people's gonna eat for real. Right. So like, what what are you thinking here? Um, <clears throat> I don't think that it's gonna be much backlash from players within the NFL or players within the Packers one because like I stated before the NFL isn't really the place for like well like you you putting this at risk or you doing this or he's not even necessarily putting the team at risk because this is what 10 day layoff if you aren't vaccinated so he's going to be playing again next yeah, Sunday. 10 days if you uh test positive as long as you don't have um or if you're in the COVID protocol as long as you don't test positive again within those 10. And, and at this point the Packers were seven and two eight and two yeah yeah seven and two I believe Okay, so I mean, we live, especially in the NFL. In NFL, if you win in games, all is forgiven. Mm-hmm. And and if the Packers keep winning, I mean, we've seen players in the NFL get away with a lot worse, and there was a winning team, so you know it got swept under the rug. So I think, I think at the end of the, at the end of the day, um, the worst that's going to come of this is Aaron Rodgers is going to be, you know. A, a meme for the next for, as, for the rest of the season Aaron Rodgers you know what? be a if, meme at the worst if we could bring back a meme one time because this meme has been long dead and buried but I gotta bring it back 
Why you always lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? They had the internet on Oh hold. my God. Like, come on, bro. They Let it go, Aaron. Hey, man. It... All, all I'm saying is, bro, Aaron Rodgers just, I, I don't know, man. He just like the, he's never been the face of the NFL, but he's like the golden boy of the NFL. Like, I really don't understand why he never, ever, like, he's not going to get suspended for this nine time out of no, 10. No, no. He's not. He, it, 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 they probably slap him on the wrist and say, "Okay, you got to wear your mask from now on." You know what I mean? And he'll be like, "Okay," and then that, back to regular football. <laughs> must be nice, man. Must be nice. Must <laughs> must be must be a, a really really great time. But you know, I I digress. I'm I'm done with it. I'm again. So, like I said, this episode is all about shot selection and. The Lakers don't seem to have a shot at winning without LeBron James on the court. They are currently one and three without LeBron. Although I think the bigger story here is LeBron's missed four games through the first 10. I think that that's a little bigger to talk about than the Lakers actually losing. But, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing before we get off of Aaron Rodgers, because I, I got to get this out. A lot of defenders of Aaron Rodgers are saying, well, it's crazy that we live in a world where Aaron Rodgers is a bigger story than Henry Ruggs. What is there to discuss with Henry Ruggs? What is there? What what is the the controversial thought around it? The man not, had a he going to jail. He had a blood alcohol of 0.16 and was driving one fifty in a residential area. Yeah. There, there's nothing to discuss there. You were being a jackass. Oh, I'm sorry. You were being a not so smart guy. You were being a, a very bad citizen of the world. And now a woman and her dog are dead. There's nothing to talk about there. Okay, there. I, I I don't want to be that guy to say this on the podcast, but I it got to be one to say it. He is an NFL player. He's very talented, but he's young. He's in a prominent position. And I feel like if circumstances were different, it may have been a way for this young man to get redemption. Me personally, you're driving drunk. You put somebody at risk. While I understand he's young and he might be excited to show off his flashy car, he's never had to deal with this. Level. It was a hey, Corvette. He's in Vegas, yeah. right? Right? I get what you said. I get what you said. <laughs> he definitely, definitely got that from from uh, Big Bob at the dealership, right? But. I understand maybe his state of mind. That's never been my state of mind, but I understand how some young people think. It might have been some uh some like point of redemption there for him. I, when, I out, he, when I found out when I found out when I found out he also killed a dog, I was like, Yeah, you cook, bro. Oh my I ain't gonna hold you up. Oh bro. my god. This is America. You killed the dog, yeah. You cook, and, bro. And he, he not he not he not coming back for this. I'm not gonna hold you up. He, he, oh it's, no, it's no way. Like he could be. Let's say they'd they be nice to him because I don't know if he got previous, you know, stuff. Let's say they nice to him. The minimum he'd get is 10 years. And at that point, he's an old man. So his career is over with. He's going to be paying fees for the rest of his life, probably. So Restitution to a, the victim's family. Right. Yeah. Right. And he not, he not on a big contract yet. I, I, I think it's, I think it's just it's said and done. Like, oh, yeah, he could. He, yeah, and, and and this is this is the thing that that confuses me, and this is something I never could have saw coming. There are a lot of people who are like, "Bro, everybody drives drunk. It could have happened to any one of us, huh? Everybody does what?" <laughs> right? No, no. Here, here's my thing because people saying in the chat like, "Why didn't you get a Lyft? Why didn't you get an Uber? Why didn't you get a driver?" Bro, it's, hold, it's on, hold on, the NFL has a program that like yeah. if you are in a, a city where an NFL team, is, you could put in a call. To this hotline, they will send a car to come get you. Yeah. It's it's just a matter of it's just a matter of um he he's what, twenty two? Yeah, I believe so. It's first or the second season. Uh second. Second. Yeah, so I mean he's twenty two. He's playing on a on a decent team. He got uh what he would consider a nice car. I mean, a lot of people in the NFL don't come from the best circumstances. So you know, this might be his first vehicle. Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. All right. Plymouth Square, right? Over on the mile. West Warren and Greenfield. That's that's where I'm from. <laughs> None of those areas. None of those people would be like, hey, bro, you stay out there. You stay out in Plymouth Square, bro. You got bread. Bro, I'm from places where people are like, wait, he, you from over there? Let me go ahead and He from Alabama, ain't he? Uh I don't know where I don't know where he's from. I don't know where if I recall correctly, I think he's Henry from Ruggs. Montgomery. Yeah, he's from Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. He ain't never seen no Corvette, bro. A Corvette? Stop it. 
Stop it. He's seen a Corvette before. You got to remember, we from Detroit, but we from Detroit bro, where people is, broke, but we can pretend like we got bread. Bro, that, that is Montgomery, Alabama. I can understand if you like, oh, he, <laughs> people like Selma, Alabama or something. Then I'd be like, mm, all right, I get it. I, he from Bessemer, Alabama. Okay, there's conversations right. to be had. No offense to people of Selma or Bessemer. No offense. <laughs> I'm sure y'all got a lot of money out there. I'm just saying. But... That makes more sense. Bro, you from Montgomery? Bro, it's, Look, it got, it's it gotta be circum- there. It's it got to be circumstances. There. It got to be circumstances. But I'm just saying, for everybody that's just like, yo, I can't understand or I can't fathom this, you just got to think from the mindset of you you 22, you driving it, uh, what you think is a nice car. You making more money than you ever did. And some people at that age, like they just want to flex. I, like I you, get it. You, I get you know it. people I, at that age that did idiotic things. They just wasn't oh, millionaires. The, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, and here's, here's the thing with me about this. We have all done stupid things, right? Like we have all done. There are certain L's that I'm taking with me to the grave. I'm not going to say it on this show, but I've taken some very, very bad L's in my lifetime. Okay. And in, in my younger days. Okay. There is not a single time in life where I was double digit shots in and thought to myself, let me get in my whip and push this thing as <laughs> no, fast never. as it can go. But wait, I, I don't think he was double digit shots in, was he? He was double the legal limit. Bro, double the legal right? That's not that, that's not point one point one six, dog. Right, 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 right. That's like four, five shots. Now he want double digit shots, man. Like double, like do realize he wouldn't have had a walk if he was double digit shots. No, man, bro. If that's somebody has done four or five shots, you not that cooked at four or five shots where you double the legal limit. No, yes, you are. The, the, the double legal limit is two shots. Almost uh, the legal limit is two shots. All right, hold on. I'm looking up. I'm looking up this this blood alcohol right now. Okay. If you're a man and your blood alcohol is 0.16, how much does Henry Henry Ruggs weigh? Let's check this out. Let's check this out. He weighs 190 pounds. Okay. So a grown man that is 190 pounds, uh, if you're looking at 0.16, he had to be at least seven and a half to eight shots in. Or eight drinks in alcoholic drinks. That is now. Let me also tell you all something funny about athletes' bodies that most people don't know. Because athletes are in supreme shape, and I've seen this firsthand at homecoming this year. Because I've been working out like an animal, and I was like eight cups of noob juice in, and I was like, "Oh, I'm all right." Like this <laughs> not the noob juice. Not your the body, juice. your body, because your metabolism is running faster. No, guess what? Also, gets metabolized quicker. The liquor. This man had to be a minimum, a bare minimum of eight or nine shots or eight or nine drinks in. And, you know, we ate something on top of that. So he was double digits, bro. Ain't no way he didn't hit double digits, bro. Bro, bro, that's crazy. Like, bro, if I ever drink double digit shots, I'm going to sleep on the ground, bro. I'm bro not I don't care where car, I'm going. I'm going to sleep, bro. Oh God! Oh God, bro! We've all been there. And you know the crazy part about it. You know the crazy part about it. All three of us went to college and we're we're on campuses, right? Like we we've all been there. We've all experienced that. When you get that drunk, bro, it don't matter who crib you in. Like you literally wake bro, up the next time somebody else crib. Bro, bro. Hey, fully, fully dressed, fully dressed coat, shoes on too. <laughs> bro, bro, no it been so many people sleep at my crib, bro. I was like. No cap. I woke up in the driver's seat of somebody else whip because I was turned before. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what is it? Where am I at? I'm not even in the crib. I woke up in the car, had to charge my phone to see, like, oh, damn, I was walling last night. That's crazy. (laughs) But I knew as soon as it was that time, get my keys away and let it. And and I wasn't even driving. I was driving a, a 03 Mazda 6. You understand? Like that whip, when it goes over 80, it starts shaking. And there was no doubt in my mind, like, <laughs> I think I could push this hole to 90. I think I could do that. That just was not a thought in my mind. So, no, again, th- this is, a, I don't, I am, I'm going to tell you this. Um, as many people know, I'm a Christian. That is my, the, the religion I practice and all that. And, and um, I'm, I'm not the final judge or jury of this. I, that's not my position according to the book that I follow. But with that being said, 
Um, the actual judge and jury. Oh, you killed a dog. You're yeah. You're you, like you you're your chief. You like a well done steak and outback that you're gonna <laughs> shake the table trying to cut. Like that's how that's how done you are, bro. I, I like how y'all there. I like how y'all skipping over the person he killed and went straight to the dog. <laughs> I, I, the, listen, the person this is, is important too. But but right. watch this. Dante Stallworth killed a guy when he was drunk driving, right? Uh, a long time ago. Dante Stallworth, wide receiver in the NFL, kick returner in the NFL, killed a guy. He was suspended for a year and played three more years after that. He spent 90 days in jail and played three more years after that. And the excuse was the guy was jaywalking. He was drunk driving and killed a guy. And they were like, oh, yeah, the guy shouldn't have been jaywalking. Like, I mean, America has shown us. Hey, listen, listen, listen. You'll be all right. Hey, listen, y'all hear the name of this episode is The Wrong Shot. And Henry Rudd took the wrong shot. Let's go to the next topic. I'm tired of talking about the wrong shot. He took the wrong shot. He took the wrong hey, shot. Hey, bro. hey, the show cooked. The show cooked, man. The yeah, show cooked. The show cooked, bro. The show cooked, bro. He took the wrong shot, bro. He took the wrong shot. Man. So, uh, facts on ranch regarding your deal with the signing go with ESPN. We want to discuss hey. uh, episode 79. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> Hey, bro, you ain't oh fucking a bag. I'm pulling out my Chris Manifesto. You don't even talk about before the show. No. Let me tell you something about that Christopher Allen character. Christopher Lamar Allen has always been a bad guy. Okay? He has never been associated. Me and Josh are good hosts. We're ball. You understand? We're ball. How many bad guys are ball? Okay? You think of ball guys, you think of good people. Steve Wilkos, the black guy to play rock. All good people. All <laughs> they gonna, people put, people. <laughs> they gonna pull mean, up, bro, from, uh, from, what's that Tyler Perry movie? Oh, hey, hey, come on, man. Come, you know what? This show is going off the rails. This show is going off, way off the rails. I, I don't know what's going on out here. I don't know what, anywho, we gonna get back, we gonna get back on topic now. Um, the the Lakers are one and three without LeBron on the season. Uh, on the season, and everybody said that this was a, a lot. Some people said that this was a super team. Some people said that this is the uh, Houston Rockets with Charles Barkley, Hakeem, and Scottie Pippen when they were all like eighty five. So, uh, with that being said, <laughs> yeah. what's going on with these Lakers, man? I mean, you're just looking at a team that's. Um... I'm not sure. I don't know if they were looking for star power. It's one of those situations where LeBron is like, hey, I, I know these guys are talented, and if we get them together, we can win. But basketball is not about – it's not always about talent. It's about where pieces fit. And especially if you're looking at a game um, in 2021 where the game is all about spacing. You can't just attack the rim. Ba- basketball isn't played that way anymore. So when you got a team where – you got people who are not in their athletic prime, and most of these players' strong point are getting to the rim or finishing at the rim. It's really no spacing. And when you don't have that spacing, when your star players are trying to constantly get to the rim, the people that can provide spacing out there, uh, Avery Bradley, you got uh, Kent Bazemore, who didn't have the best shooting season last year. You got um, – I forget the one guy they just picked up. I forget his name. He's been shooting decent. He looked like – they was like, man, we lost Alice Caruso, so they went and got like Steve Caruso. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, I know uh, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, gets so, up. He gets up. Yeah. So th- those people can't get into a rhythm shooting the ball when you got players just, just constantly attacking the rim. And it's just a matter of people being older in age, not being fast on their feet, um, not being able to defend the pick and roll, which is something the Lakers have always struggled with. And it's just teams getting open shots, able to go on runs, able to shift the momentum of the game. Because when you when people are going on most momentum, momentum shifts, it's kind of hard for you to get a ball to Russell Westbrook, the ISO and pull up a bad mid range pull up in order to stop the momentum in these games. So the, the only reason that they've been able to win the games that they have, because you have a player like LeBron that's able to bail them out. When LeBron isn't on the floor, you will need Anthony Davis to be a leader. And even though he's supremely talented, um, <clears throat> I officially well, called bro Westbrook, Westbrook on TV. <laughs> <laughs> he did it by accident, but he really called bro Westbrook on TV. <laughs> 
He said it by accident because you know that he says that often. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, that was absolutely. just... It's, it's like the, the time that they said bigger Navy, but spelled it with the wrong name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hey, that was a legendary night on Twitter. That your, was a legendary night on Twitter, Your autocorrect, they fix it. My autocorrect fix it. When I say with A, <laughs> it fixes it tonight. And I'm just saying that. I've been saying that ever since I had an iPhone. Now. <laughs> I, I was here and I was a color, mm-hmm. a, a, a colored individual before iPhones uh, came out. iPhones uh, still won't let me. Why let you say it? Why let you say it? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a matter of even though Anthony Davis is supremely talented, I don't think at any point in his career we we ever looked at him as a leader on the floor. So even when LeBron is out, he can't be that guy to like band you know people together. His his. I, I think when he was getting cooked by the Warriors in the first round, like people were looking at him like, I mean, he's doing all he can to galvanize this team. They're just. It's Steph. Uh, I, I, I know because no, because remember he Holiday he was swept, the leader on that team or Cousins. Come on, come no, on, no, he swept Portland, and he was definitely the leader on that team. Rondo, that's and what Holiday. I'm saying. That's what I'm not disagreeing. Oh. He, he won oh, some series oh, okay, as the leader. Okay, 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 what, okay. I, what I'm saying is he's he's won as the leader, but I'm saying he hasn't achieved the level. Like he never went to the finals and was like, "Hey, this is AD's team that went to the finals." But but see, the like, thing right. is, bro, when when you, when you lead teams like the Pelicans with that roster, yeah. it kind of skew skew it a little bit. Like yeah. to me, because yeah. like like for example, the Wizards. We gonna talk about them later in the show. Kyle Kuzma having a great year, but who else gonna score for the Wizards? You know what I mean? But Pelicans, that roster was was horrible. <laughs> my trust, Who else going to dominate? Montrez Harrell averaged about 18 and 10, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just listen, saying. Listen, <laughs> listen. If Montrez didn't, who up? What's their backup? Daniel Gafford? You trust Daniel Gafford to average 18 and 10? No. I do not. <laughs> okay. 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 He, he averages 17.7 and 9 right now. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm okay. Just, and, and Daniel Gafford might average 6 and 3. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll say this. When I look at the Lakers, I look at this as a I, – I think that people are much too concerned too early. This is a team that is still 5-5. Five and five. They're 500. It's early in the season. They're the oldest team in the NBA. At some point in time, they'll get rolling. Now, if, at, if 30, 35 games in, they're still playing 500 ball and LeBron is still missing 40% of games at that point in time, now there are some serious questions to be asked like, um – Huh? I understand the logic of like, hey, we know what LeBron is. We know when he's rolling, this guy's going to give you 30, 15, and 9. We know that. If we want him to do that in the playoffs, he'll go do that. I get that. I understand that you don't want him to play. But again, at some point in time, he needs to be on the floor consistently simply because you cannot build a team's chemistry without. It's the same thing that I said about Kawhi all this time. You the problem with Kawhi centric teams has always been they cannot develop proper chemistry with him on the floor because they spend so much time with him off it. They spend so much time with him off it. The only team that was good with Kawhi after the Spurs was, or the only team that was championship caliber with Kawhi after the Spurs, or when he started doing low management like we've never seen before, was the Raptors because they were good before him. They didn't need him to be good. The Lakers are not that type of team. Well, I'll, I'll say this not. about that Raptors win. Them Warriors was pretty beat up too. I mean, it took it, it took a pretty beat up Warriors team. But um, you know, I'm just gonna. Put I that agree. Out there. I agree. You you had KD tear something. You had Clay. Wait, was Clay healthy? I think Clay. Yeah, Clay tore his ACL. ACL. Yeah, so Clay tore his ACL. Uh, KD tore his Achilles. Like. I mean, ironically, Steph was the only healthy player. People was looking at Steph (laughs) like, fight back, fight back. He was strong, (laughs) but like, at that time, Siakam was actually doing things, and you didn't know that his bag was one and a half moves at that moment. So, (laughs) nobody knew who he was. So, I mean, Draymond was like, bro, who is this guy? (laughs) I can't think of Siakam without thinking of that video of the gorilla spinning in the zoo. Hey, the fact that OG Ananobi is not a star on that team, Pascal, yeah. you gotta go. You gotta go for even demand. Hey, I ain't gonna get more touches. 
ain't gonna oh lie, bro. Siakam might as well get traded to it and be a third or fourth option, bro, at this point. Lord bro. Jesus. Uh, you know, I, I think he could definitely be a third option on the championship team. I think he could definitely yeah. be a third option on the championship yeah. team. Yeah, he, he, he was already. <laughs> well, 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 well. Um, so, Dame is a player that right now he is below 20 points per game, which if this holds, this will be the first time that he's averaged under 20 points per game since like his rookie year or his second year in the league. So with that being said, what's going on with Dane? What is it? Is it the new foul rules or what? Now, mind you, in 2019, less than two years ago, the man averaged 30. He averaged 30. Last year, 28.8. Did he fall off a cliff? Is that what we're seeing? What's going on? I think he fell off a cliff. And I know it's going to hurt to say this about Dame. Dame's one of my favorite players. He had a hell of a season last year, especially the year before. Um, I, I I saw Dame. I hadn't watched a Blazers game this season, but I saw Dame's stat line. So in my spare time, I watched like two and a half Blazers games just to see if I can like spot what's going on with him. And it's nothing that's changed about Dame's game. He was never a foul baiter. You know, he would get one every every now and yeah. again just because mm-hmm. those were the rules. But he was never that guy. Um, he's taking the same shots that he's been taking the past four or five seasons. He's getting the same looks. The Blazers are running the same offense. It's just a matter of him not hitting shots. And this mm. is a weird case to say because we, we've all seen – like that decline to where it's like a star player and then they hit that one season we're like yeah they're cooked they're not the same but that doesn't happen coming off a year where somebody's averaging almost 30 when somebody's what dames what 30 31 we usually don't 31 we we usually don't see that until you know they hit maybe age 33 30 especially in the modern nba well they don't see that until mid-30s Typically, typically in the NBA, the pro- the prime nowadays is really like 28, 29. Like that's when you at your best. Like right, that's right. When that's when you at your absolute best. But like it's just weird to see it happen at this age. And I honestly don't have an answer for you outside of he's he's just simply not hitting the shots. I've watched well, Blaze, I watched a few Blazers, and he's just not hitting the shots that he's always taking. I'll say this. I'll say this, bro. Dave looked kind of uncomfortable out there. I mean, if you if you look at it, he kind of just going with the motions. I mean, he's not really trying. We're not seeing the Dame we used to see. He ain't talking trash. You know what I mean? Like the Dames in past seasons, we we've seen Dame talk crazy. Yeah, he's getting the same looks. He's taking those same shots, but this right. season, he he misses those he just, shots, and he's just like he, you know, he kind of steps slower to me. Like he he moving a step slower, and it's like. Why? Like, cause he has those moments where it's like, okay, Dame still quick, Dame still get to the basket, he still get that same look. But why is he not making it now? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Like, I, I honestly don't, I honestly don't have an answer for you. Like, it, it comes down to this: um, you got a new coach, Chauncey Billups. Uh, in his fair, in his fairity, his fairness, um, he's dealing with a lot of. A lot, a lot of media right now. Uh, he got the everybody saying they want Dame traded here. Just figure it out. I'm want, back. I can. All right, we good now. Go ahead. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Chauncey trying to figure it out. The media is going crazy. They everybody saying they want Dame out. They want Dame here. They want Dame here. He has to hear that. He has to answer to those questions in the press conference. He got to deal with Dame's teammates asking, "Is Dame gonna get traded?" He got to deal with Dame worrying about any day now. If I say the wrong thing to him, he could pull the trigger and say, "Trade me somewhere." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of turmoil in the locker room. Uh, C.J. McCollum was thrown under the bus a lot after they lost that playoff series. So, As he should have know, been. If you get cooked by Camposo, you belong under the bus, dog. You belong <laughs> under that bus. I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. But, however, it, at the same time, it, it's just a lot going on with the Blazers right now. I mean, like I said, Dame still. I feel like we're going to see Dame still average 25 this year. I mean, it's early in the season. I feel like we still going to see him average 25. But he just doesn't seem happy. I mean, you know maybe he doesn't want to ask for a trade. Maybe he's playing his way into a trade. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy? I looked up his numbers. 18.8 is not the lowest since his, uh, since his rookie year. It's lowest ever. At lowest ever. Lowest ever. Right. Right. 
lowest. That's what I'm saying. Like, ever. he, he kind of seems like he don't want to ask for a trade. He's just kind of playing his way into a trade. I mean, you know Man, what I mean? listen, Dame, I know, I know you talked all that mess about KD and them and said, oh, I'm, I'm loyal to these things. Let me, let me explain something to you. Okay. Let me pull you to the side. Dame, can we talk? Can we? I need you to look at me right now, Dave. Me and you. I, I don't know if you're a facts over the axe <laughs> listener. I'm going to guess you probably are. But if anybody knows Damian Lillard, who's listening to this right now, tell him, Dave, right here. We here. Okay. Remember before when we said that you're you're going to be uh, the the English of this, of this generation? Remember when we said that? Remember mm-hmm. when we said, like, that's, that's who you're going to be remembered as? You're going to be remembered as a guy who... Oh, yeah, you know, Alex English sure could score, but, like, nobody remembers anything else about him. You want that to be you, Dave? Go on to a contender. Go on. Go on. You deserve it. It's a lot of teams he could fit. Like, can you imagine Dame with the Clippers right now? Honestly. Dame Dame in Boston. Dame in Philly. Honestly, Dame in Philly would be – I mean, it it, it, – again, Dame – You've given these people. Uh, I don't on. like Philly as much Come anymore on. for a couple of reasons. Come on. Just the way they've been hooping this year. The, either way, either way, you put Dame somewhere where he gets happy, he he gets back to his average. His right. career average is 25 and 8. That's what I'm saying. He's going to get back to that. I feel like, you know that. what I mean? Like, if you if you put him somewhere where he's happy and he gets that. You got to remember, he coming off the Olympics. He coming off of the playoff loss. He coming off a crazy summer. Adam Silver you know? still not seeing heaven for that. He's still not seeing heaven <laughs> for allowing that to occur. And Chris, I don't care what you're talking about with the, oh, the players wanted to do it. Listen, I know who didn't want to do it. All of your top star players was like, huh? You want us to do what? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Alex Fournier's opinion don't matter, bro. It don't matter. It, I'm not going to lie to you, that. bro. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. The funniest thing is, they, I see this video on Twitter. They was going around talking about uh, acting like NBA players. Like, you want to play in Olympics? Man, I don't want to play in no Olympics. They can't hoop overseas. And then they was like, no disrespect to overseas hoopers. But they were saying, like, the NBA players like, man, what? You want me to go play against uh, Louis Scola? You want me to go play against Louis Scola? <laughs> and they was buckets, Hey, listen, and they was just dogging <laughs> overseas, and then it came down to they were saying how, bro, playing overseas is like playing in a play-in tournament, and they just got they just got the going on how dumb the play-in tournament was, bro. And it's just and the fact that it's still around is just crazy to me. Like that play-in tournament, what well, I don't get the point of it. Like I, I really don't. It's it's more. The the season is too long and the NBA don't want to admit it. That's that's really the TV deals are too big. The the advertising money is too big. They can't go back from 82. So their thought is, how do we make the 82 that we have more interesting? Oh, I know a way. I know what to do. You go ahead and make the last few for the teams that are really good a play in tournament. And bada bing, bada boom. And COVID presented them with the perfect opportunity to test it out and be like, yeah, uh, let's just see. You know what I mean? And they're close, you know, a little play in and see how it goes. And they, those plans. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, that bubble play in was lit, though. I ain't gonna lie. That play in <laughs> that bubble play in was lit, bro. And now you asking why they still doing the play in. That's why, Chris. That right there. I mean, but that was that's because you cut 25 games off the season, though, Gibbs. I agree. I I ain't saying you're wrong, but that's at the end of the day. The NBA's job is to make the most amount of ducats, and that's that's what they're they're doing there. The Warriors are nine and one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, eight and one. Are they legit? Are they for real? Are we? Is the Warriors dynasty still rolling? I mean, I, I said at the before the season even started, they had top seed in the West. I don't understand why we were ever under the impression that that the Warriors dynasty was over. It's not like a new dynasty had emerged in the NBA that would that would dethrone them. It's not like Draymond Green, Steph Curry forgot how to play basketball. It's not like that playbook is still not one of the most effective offensive playbooks in basketball. It's not like they don't have a whole lot of young pieces that you can plug and play in every person on that team is serviceable. Uh, with the exception of Andrew Wiggins, hard to slander Wiggins, but he's just out there. 
No, he's up there working around, bro. Wiggins hooping. He's out there working. Wiggins hooping. Nah, bro, bro, getting paid millions to do web spreads. Hold on, what, bro, bro, Wiggins hooping, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, man. Hey, can I can I let y'all in on the secret? Can I let y'all in on the secret? Man, hell no, these Warriors ain't for real, dog. Let me let me let you yes, in yes, they on are. the real. Let me let you in on the real fun fact about these Warriors. Okay, <laughs> we gonna we gonna talk about all of their regular season wins. Uh, we gonna talk about all their wins so far. Okay, really? the Lakers. Now I'm a, I'm gonna tell you each team. Just tell me whether or not you believe that they're gonna be above 500 at years end. Lakers. Yes. Yes. Clippers. Yes. Yes. Kings. No. No. Thunder. They are hooping, though. No. No. Grizzlies. Yes. Eh, no. no. Thunder again. So we got we got two and a half. I'll give you two and a half. Uh, all right, so Thunder again. No. No. Okay. Hornets. Possibly. So we got three and a half at this point. <laughs> yeah. Pelican. Yes. No. No. Rockets. No. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I, the jury, I rest my case. We they, they're games, ten games man. in. They're ten games in, and they have beat three and a half teams that all of us would say, "Yeah, that team's about five hundred. And some of those teams were like, mm. and one of them was the Thunder twice. You still got to win games, man. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, bro. Wiggins is playing like a good three and D player. What they need him to do, because when he get when Clay come back, Wiggins gonna be the, the fourth wheel typically, like. Because Jordan Poole emerged as a third score. Wiggins gonna be the fourth foot. For him to get them 10 5 and, and have great defense, that's that's all he needs to do. You, you know mean what I mean? That Maple be... Jordan is out here getting out played. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ever Jordan call him Poole? that in your life again. No, 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 don't Ain't that what call they called him? him? Ain't that his nickname? I, I ain't trying to hear that, Gibbs. I but I will, I will say this, though. I will say this, though. The Warriors are still cooking regardless of who they play. And you still got two first round picks, Wiseman and Clay, who ain't got clock yet. I I, I get I was getting there. When Wiseman and Clay come back, that's that's gonna be a whole nother dynamic. They're gonna be a better team, obviously. Uh, that's two that's two first round picks, like you said. You, you but it, Moody and Kaminga. Here, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't trust Damian Lee. I don't trust Juan Toscano. Andre Iguodala older than everybody on the Lakers. Yeah, I don't trust Draymond no more. He's fell off a cliff. Uh, defensively, he's no Draymond. Draymond, Draymond been playing some very smart bro, basketball bro, this year. Bro, 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 bro. He always that's Draymond. That's he. He always gonna give you that. But Draymond not gonna give you more than six points ever. He don't need to. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The days where he's slow stepping on defense, he actually hurt you on the on the floor. Again, you look at what's going on. In this I, it's four players right, right there. I don't trust. You look at what's going on in this league right now. These, to me, 10 games in is too small of a sample size to truly say like, all right, this team is this, that team is that. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this much. What I will say out of these 10 games is some teams are setting good foundations for themselves and some teams are digging themselves holes that they may not be able to get out of. I, I do say really quickly, if you look at championship contenders, having a team with, with four players in a rotation that you don't trust is pretty decent. You could name a lot of championship contenders and I can name four players so you like, yo, I'm I not mean, but, them but the, the four I named was just the, the, the main rotation guys, Draymond, um, Juan Toscano, Damian Lee. I mean, but if you ever trusted Draymond offensively, that's on you. Like that's I mean, really. To, I'm saying even defensively, and Damian Lee minutes getting cut as soon as as soon as uh, Moody healthy, as soon as Thompson healthy, they minutes getting cut. Mm. I, I all I'm gonna say is I even at Draymond's peak, I never remember saying like, you know what, death being pointed at Earth, <laughs> last shot of the game. I, I mean, I'm not. Green. I'm not. Like, come on, I'm bro. not. I'm not saying I ever had Draymond offensive packages like something I trusted. It's the fact that, bro, Draymond really a lot of noise not to me. Like, if you look at his metrics, he's a playmaking defender, and he don't play defense every game anymore. Like, he takes nights off on defensive end to me. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. When you playing the Thunder, when you playing the Thunder, yeah. Why are you playing defense? It's the Thunder. But at the same time, that develops bad habits to me. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's that's why I say that that Brian needs to stop sitting out all these damn games with the Lakers. Because at the end of the day, you keep playing around. I mean, I think they logic the situation. Their logic is if we rest Brian as much as we can, um, he ain't gonna get hurt in the playoffs. Cause when have we ever seen Brian hurt in the playoffs? That's fair. That's fair. I that, think that's the logic. You got Russ and AD. That's enough to win you at least twenty games. That that's I, I, Russ and AD are enough to take you to five hundred by themselves. I think those exactly. Two alone, that's what I'm saying. You'll get to five hundred. Everything that Brian gives you is is some so uh uh what what do they call that? A little land yacht. That's that's what that is. A little little extra. That, that's the bow so. on it. That's the bow on it. You know exactly exactly. <laughs> so now we we gonna we gonna move over to college football now because. This may be the first ever year where we have two Power Five conferences that do not get into the playoff. Okay, I think it's all it's all but said and done. The ACC is cooked. Wake Forest was the the only team that had a <laughs> shot to get the ACC in, and they just lost to UNC. They got to play NC State, who's probably going to be ranked ahead of them next week, and. They got to play um, Clemson as well, who is another team that they're probably going to be underdogs against. So the ACC is cooked, regardless regardless of if it's Pitt, if it's Wake Forest, if it's NC State, if it's Miami, if it's whoever winning that conference, they're cooked. But the Pac-12, Oregon is all that they have. And if Oregon loses again, as they've already lost to an unranked Stanford who got beat so bad by Utah, I literally was like, all right, this game ain't worth watching no more. This is, I don't know what Stanford got going on or how they ever beat Oregon, but this is not worth watching anymore. So with that being said, how many Power 5 teams do y'all see missing the playoffs this year? Go ahead and take that one, Chris, because this is going to be a long, this is going to be a long one. I say, I want to say two with a possible three. Oh, oh, you got Cincinnati making it. You got to have Cincinnati making it. I mean, I like Cincinnati. I I like Cincy. Uh, I I like them. I like them. I'm confident in that pick. They've been playing good football this year. I mean, Gib, you you are a football expert, Gib. I definitely got no. Nah, I'm not. I don't have sense. He making it. Let me let me tell you something. They right there though, uh, guy. They, they right. number two let, right now, right? Let me tell. Well, technically, technically, the the college football playoff rankings by the committee has not come out yet. But I'll read <clears> you the last week's rankings and their results. Georgia won last week, number one. Alabama won last week, number two. Michigan State lost to Purdue last week at number three. Oregon won at number four. Ohio State won at number five. Cincinnati won at number six. Michigan won at number seven. Oklahoma won at eight. Wake Forest lost at nine. Notre Dame won at 10. Um, Oklahoma State won at 11. Baylor lost at 12. Auburn, I want to say Auburn lost. I'm pretty sure Auburn lost to Texas. No, I don't know who Auburn played, but I feel like they lost. I might be wrong about that. Let me fact check that real quick. Uh, Auburn foot, yeah, they just lost to Texas AM. Yep, I was correct there. So, yeah, Texas AM won, of course. Uh, BYU won, Ole Miss won, Mississippi State won. Um, so at this point, we're just naming teams who are in there, but anywho, Kentucky, NC State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Fresno State, San Diego State, and Pitt rounds out the top 25. So, if we're just looking at teams with serious playoff contention, I'd give you about one through maybe 10. So we got yeah. Michigan State and Wake Forest losing. Notre Dame has a loss to Cincy. Cincy's undefeated. Notre Dame cannot jump Cincy, no matter how bad anybody wants them to. That can't happen. Oklahoma is barely surviving by the skin of their teeth against opponents that are flatly dookie water. I mean, let's just be honest <laughs> there. So, I mean, it, this is this is a, a, a time with me where I'm looking at the college football playoff where – if Cincinnati goes undefeated and they don't get in this year, the group of five needs to make their own playoff. They need right. to make their own playoff because they it, at this point there's nothing they can do. When you well, see you gotta remember, la- yeah, last year they had that turmoil too. Um, it was a couple teams that should have like it was on the border to get in last year, I believe, and mm-hmm. that's why I think that's why I honestly think that Cincy could get in because of that because this would be the second year they had a team that was on a 
knocking at the door of the playoffs and they didn't get in. You know what I mean? At some point, you got to call favoritism. I'll I'll say this. At the end of the day, the the goalpost keeps moving for these group of five teams, right? It started off with, uh, with UCF. Oh, they ain't played nobody. It didn't matter who UCF played that year. Their average right. margin of victory was over three touchdowns. Yeah. Now, everybody thinks, oh, well, if you're a good team, you should beat um, every, every group of five team you play by three touchdowns. Well, okay, fine. Let's talk about that for a minute, shall we? That year, um, uh, UCF was ranked number 10 going into their bowl game against Auburn. Let's look at the number 10 team from this year, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, shall we? Let's look at some of their scores from this season. Uh, that we've seen so far. They beat Florida State by three. Florida State has two wins against FBS teams this year. Notre Dame then went and beat Toledo by three points. Toledo is group of five. They beat them by three points. Three. Again, UCF's closest game from that year, their absolute closest, was a 49-42 win over number 22 South Florida, or it, they also beat uh, Memphis by a touchdown in double overtime. But that's it. Before Auburn, who they also beat by a touchdown, they played two games against ranked teams that came down to one touchdown. Every other game, I mean, they were demolishing teams. 61 17, 30 18, 40 13, 51 23, 63 21, 31 21, 73 to 33, 31 24. One more time against SMU. So I'm sorry. SMU was the only ranked team that they didn't beat by double digits. UConn, they beat by 25. Temple, they beat by 26. At some point in time, the committee got to admit there's nothing the group of five can do because their, their thing was they didn't play anybody. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. Oh, well, what do they have besides that? What? (laughs) Right. You can't just... I mean, how is he a good father besides the fact that he take care of his kid every day? Like, what else? (laughs) Like, bro, what... I think at this I think I think at this point it's purely just a uh a money play. And it's as simple as I don't think Cincinnati is getting in because they haven't reached that extra line of teams to where the NCAA could be like, hey, we can market this to make this much money off the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So and they're gonna it, find some way for them to not get in there. So I, I honestly see if it keep going this way, it's probably gonna be uh Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, depending on what happens with uh Ohio State, Michigan later in the season. I'll probably got one of those sneaking this sneaking in as the fourth. You ain't got you ain't got MSU. I think it depends I mean, on what happens with the rest of the, the rest of the season. It's between those three, but I definitely think Ohio State and Michigan is a lot more. I uh, think two marketable. of them, two of them, yeah, I think two of them get in there. Depend on how bad Ohio State beat both of them. So I think Ohio State beat both of them, but it depends on how bad it is. Right. Honestly, I'm not so sure about that. This is the worst Ohio State team we've seen in quite some time. Like uh, people keep you talking about you, you. You can't pay me to trust Jim Harbaugh, so I mean, hey, listen, it's it's not about trusting Jim Harbaugh. It's about when you look at that Ohio State team, right? They have been wildly inconsistent, wildly up and down. One week they look like world beaters, the next week it's like, man, we'll struggle with Indiana this week. Like that's that's who they well, been. So Michigan State struggled with Indiana too, and then they came out and and, and got into Michigan. So. Hey, listen, I'm not saying that Ohio State is a bad team or or anything along those lines. What I'm saying is people are acting like, oh, Ohio State would beat Cincinnati by 30. But how? Right. Well, under under what logic and reasoning? What what logic can you tell me? Oh, it makes sense. Ohio State ain't beat no, nobody by 30. I, <laughs> I'm trying not to curse. I'm trying not to curse. But the playoff scene get me real irate, real upset. The fact of the matter is they either need to expand the playoff or give the group of five their own playoff. Because at this point, there is the goalpost will always shift. It'll be, oh, you didn't beat enough. To, you didn't have style points in your wins. When yeah, you, I'm not going to cap. If Cincy went out and they don't get in, I find that. Even if they get in and get demolished, bro, like, that's, that's just being fair. Oklahoma does it every year. Oklahoma exactly. getting there and get whooped on every year. And every year we're like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, they, they belong. Right. Like, at the end of the day, you talk about no style points. Well, I guess a, a, a seven-point win against Nebraska, a three-point win against 
um, West Virginia, a six-point win against Kansas State, uh, a seven-point comeback win in which you had to replace your starter against a terrible Texas team that we don't even know is going to a bowl game or not, a 12-point win against a Kansas team that stormed the field after beating South Dakota this year. (laughs) And you couldn't beat them by two touchdowns. And you're telling me that that style points? That's that style points to the to the yep. playoff committee. Y'all y'all got y'all got some stuff y'all got to answer for. Y'all got some stuff y'all got to answer for. Sure, beating Texas Tech by thirty one. Yeah, that's some style points. You know, another okay. thing they could do if they don't want to extend the playoffs, kids, extend the committee. Add, add twenty more people to the committee. All, all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, I think that we should go back to the computers, given the rankings, keep the playoff, or extend mm-hmm. it. Because at the end of the day, the computers would have Cincinnati at number two right now, number two or three right now. Somehow, every time Alabama loses, the team that beats them then jumps into the top 15, top 20. Listen. Which which rankings are you currently looking at? I'm looking at the college football playoff rankings. So there is three different rankings. It's the AP rankings. It's the coaches poll. It's the college football rankings. The college football rankings are the ones that determine who's in the playoffs. AP is the one that you see all year. Coaches you see all year as well, but it's just a little less. I'll break it down in basketball terms for guy. AP is basically like the power rankings that you see from Bleacher Report or something like that. That's basically what the AP is. Then okay. you got the. Then you got the. Um, hey, please, like the, please don't say that though. Associated Press voters gonna get mad at me, bro. They, they listen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, being, I'm, being, I'm being real. They I mean, that's important. the re- that's the reality. They don't they don't affect the actual playoff. I, they, right. He's right in that regard. They don't. Affect and then you got the ESPN rankings in basketball is equivalent to the um, not the not the committee, but the. I'm drawing a blank here. Help me out. Help Them me out. RPI rankings. Yeah, yeah, RPI yeah. rankings. That's, okay, that's the ESPN. Then, then the, the the actual rankings is like the college football rankings. Again, I just I I don't I don't understand how we're we're ragging on them for style points. We're ragging on Cincy for style points when you have a Oklahoma that barely scraped by against Tulane, Nebraska, West Virginia, and Kansas State, and Kansas. I don't. I don't know how you're talking to anybody about. We, if we're gonna keep bringing back memes, let's bring back another one. A young man in the Maryland hoodie. Don't talk to me, boy, because <laughs> you you really can't say nothing to me about style points when you barely scraping by Kansas. Come on, man. That's that's nonsense. You're you're not well. You're very unserious. Anywho, we we know y'all tired of us talking about uh, talking about. The, the playoff committee and talking about terrible shots and talking about things that probably are going to make us lose our clean rating today. But come on back next week and a week after that and a week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,